Planning a Disney World or Universal Studios vacation is not an easy feat. Between Genie Plus, advanced dining reservations, park tickets, hotel accommodations, and more, you're looking at hours upon hours of work when it comes to booking your vacation. Wouldn't you like your vacation to feel more like a vacation, though? Then let Zip Travel give you a hand. Zip Travel can not only save you hours of time and headaches by booking your hotel accommodations, getting the park tickets, booking the dining reservations, and a plethora of other things you need for your vacation. They can also save you money by finding the rates and discounts available during your trip. They are a great resource you can also lean on with any questions or situations that arise related to your vacation. But you know what the best part about all of this is? Their services are completely 100% free. Not only are their services free, but Zip Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner and an officially earmarked gold Disney travel agency. In fact, they are the travel agency that Jamie and I use exclusively to book our numerous trips that we take to Disney World, Universal Studios, and any other place in the world. They book it all for us. We lead super busy lives and they make it so much easier by handling all the trip planning details for us. We know they will do the same for you. In fact, we believe in them so much, we're willing to throw in some extras if you book your next vacation through Zip Travel. If you book at least a three-night vacation package, you'll receive from us a free t-shirt, $10 in CTM shop credit, and a goodie gift basket waiting for you at the front desk of your hotel. So to book your next trip and save time, money, and your sanity, head to travelwithzip.com today. Again, that's travelwithzip.com. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Jared Lee, and I'm joined, as usual, by my lovely wife, Jamie Lee. So, Jamie, how are you doing? I'm doing better, Jared. How are you? Uh, I'm doing better. I don't okay. sound the best, probably. You don't sound terrible. Okay. Well, you sounded worse. I'm, I can tell you, I, I feel fine. I feel great, but I'm going to be really annoyed because, as of now, I can't taste anything. I'm sorry. And uh, the day Thanksgiving is, when we're recording this, is tomorrow. And chances are, I probably won't be able to taste anything for Thanksgiving. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like one of your favorite days of the year. <laughs> it's it's a fa- yeah, pumpkin pie and tons of food, and and we're gonna go over to our friend's house for a, a friendsgiving, mm-hmm. and uh, which is gonna have great food, and it's it's probably all just gonna like when I say I can't taste anything, I can't taste anything. Yeah, like nothing. I'm not getting hints or anything. So, yeah, that's just. What if it happened? I guess I'll just have leftovers and hope that they don't go bad before it comes back. Oh, the leftovers at Thanksgiving—they keep for a little bit. I swear, I, I hope. swear they do. Yeah, but I'm but yeah. Sorry. So uh, when this is out, Happy Thanksgiving! Happy Thanksgiving! Thanksgiving! Or if you listen to this, you know, maybe on Friday or whenever after Thanksgiving. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, there's been a few things that have I don't know. Nothing really big happened this past week. I don't know. Maybe just like the biggest story of the year, probably. Um, yeah. Wait, you think it's the biggest story of the year? What would be bigger than Are that? Are you talking about like theme park related? Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay. That's okay. It Maybe. is definitely the biggest story of the year. Definitely. Well, we're just going to 
nonchalant. We're, just, we're not going to mention it right now. You have to keep right. listening. It's a right. tease. We'll talk about it. Right. You're like, do they know? I'd be like, I don't know. It's pretty big. I mean, if you're listening, you probably know, but you'll have to. Okay, I'm not going to play a little game. So we actually were recording <laughs> okay. Sunday night, this, the Universal show. So we're in the midst of recording, and like as we're almost done recording, it's just all these messages are coming in, and Jamie, Jamie does the thing the wives like to do because I I don't have anything in front of me. I'm just I'm in record mode. So when we record, like I don't have my phone, I don't have anything. I'm just I just I'm present in the recording, and then you know Jamie does what wives do, and they go, <gasps> I'm like, what? I'm thinking something bad has happened to a family member. He's like, is this true? I'm like, I hate this. I hate this. And then it's just these questions with no answers. And so it's like, I'm, I'm pretty sure 25 minutes go by. I'm like, what is happening? And she's like, pauses. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I had to, I, I listen. I know, but it's just funny. My From my perspective, I'm like, why are you doing this? And then to torture like, you only. Bob Chapek stepped down and Bob Iger's back in. I was like, what? No, he's not. And then, yeah, weirdly enough. But we'll talk all about that. So that did happen. But it was just funny that it happened on Sunday night. Because we ended up going live in Club 32 because we were already recording. We're like, might as well like, do well, it. We'll just pop in and do that. So yep. it was uh, yeah, kind of interesting. My initial thoughts, I think, are actually kind of what happened, I think. Which we'll, we'll, re- we'll review that a little bit. But Okay. Anyways, but but yeah. So before, like I said, we will get we will talk about that. We have a little bit of news we'll discuss after that. And then we will talk about our stay uh, at Art of Animation. And we had brunch at homecoming. So hopefully we'll get to the homecoming brunch. Well, <laughs> if we run out of time, episode. we'll hold that back. But I mean, yeah. the art, art, of, art of animation stay was brief for us. It was mostly just being in the room. So we don't mm-hmm. have like a ton to go over, but we'll see. Yeah. If, it, if it's too much of the show eaten up by, uh, you know, the bobs, uh, then <laughs> we'll do homecoming next week. So, but, uh, but before we get to the news, uh, that Jamie and I were talking about. Uh, if you would like even more content, for instance, like impromptu live streams when news breaks and things like that, mm-hmm. uh, you should look at joining Club 32. So that's our private group where, uh, you know, you join there, you get extra content, get, you know, more access to, to ask us questions and community questions. Uh, it also helps us continue to fund the network, uh, upgrade equipment, and, uh, you know, grow the show and everything else around here. So uh, if you want any more of that, you have shows like Cool Kids Kitchen, where we make a Disney dish once a month, which is always a really good time. We have the Club 32 show, which is kind of an ask us anything, whatever you want to talk about, trip planning questions, personal questions, whatever it is, we, we do that in there. Uh, we also have uh, the Speakeasy, where we just go live and just hang out with a drink and just chill. And there's a private podcast feed. There's 20% off of C-Team Apparel and 1901 Candle Company products. There is a private Facebook group, and I'm probably forgetting things, but anything. There's a ton of stuff. So if you want to check that out, you can go to ctmvip.com, and you can do monthly or yearly options. If you do the monthly, you can do a free trial uh, if you want to try it out for a, a week, see if it's for you. Uh, and we do if you do the yearly, uh, you get a free t-shirt as part of it as well. So anyway, so either way, uh, ctmvip.com if you would like to go there and support the show. So, All right. Well, I guess we'll just start off with the... Uh, the main news topic, I guess you could say, which is that, uh, however you want to say this out, Bob Chapek stepped down as CEO of the Walt Disney Company, and uh, the previous CEO, Bob Iger, was reinstated. Yeah. Um, so this obviously, this was the big news story that broke earlier this week, Sunday evening, in fact, which is an odd time to break news, not going to lie. Um, 
so so many questions kind of like arose as this was the story was like developing like okay so why um like how long has this been like in the works what's the term for bob Iger? like all this stuff was just popping up and like I don't know, like, do you want to talk about the things that we've learned since that announcement? Yeah, so we can talk about what happened. So, you know, Chapek was fired, essentially. but He was fired, um, yeah. It was worded as he stepped down. Uh, apparently, as it happened, from everything I was hearing, was he was supposed to introduce uh, uh, Elton John at a mm-hmm. concert where a bunch of other executives were. And uh, I, I guess when they either got there or he was close to it, they called him and told him he was done uh the board uh i forget her name the head of the board susan something anyways she's the one the board of the uh board of direction made the decision so apparently they had reached out uh, the story says but on friday they reached out to bob Iger, and then by sunday they had a deal in place and then that's when they made the change so um what had happened was more than uh you know there's a bunch of stories out there about it the gist of it is um it seems it all stems from the earnings report that was not so great inside of that was uh, we talked about that over one and a half billion dollars loss on the streaming side. And in that I, or JPEG had mentioned um, being more nimble, a hiring freeze, you know, basically firing some people. So some people are thinking there are rumors that people, some people on the inside went to the board and said they'd lost, you know, uh, belief in JPEG. And that's what led to this. So we, we don't know the exact reasons behind it that hasn't been released. We probably never actually will know it. Uh, I do have some theories on what happened. You know, whatever whatever the reason is or for whatever how it happened, it, it was clear that the board was not happy with JPEG. Um, the par- things were not performing like they should. And they they do they did what they did and, and, and were like, you know what, it's it's time for us to have somebody else head the head the company. So that's what they did. Um, so he's out, Iger's in, Iger's in for the next two years. So he's done into 20, into 2024 and, um, his pay has been released. So it is a lot of money, but it's not as much as he was making. I mean, if you include all the bonuses and stuff, like it may end up being more, um, but his base pay is, is still a lot. Yeah. So. The New York Times reported, so it wasn't as simple necessarily as what they're saying. Before Chapek was put, you know, as as the you know next up for CEO, Tom Skaggs and Kevin Mayer were ones that were in the running for it. Well, apparently the board had reached out to them and kind of had posted a, you know, hypothetical: Would you be interested in you know coming back? Sort of situation. They're both the head now of, of what's called Candle Media, and apparently the way it would have had to have gone down would have been Disney would have had to acquire Candle Media, which meant Chapek would have had to have signed off on it. So it couldn't have happened, and then seemingly it, it reverted back to Bob Iger. Um, either way, Iger's back in. So the question I think a lot of people have is, what was the main cause of it? Why do you think it actually happened? Um it's interesting given Chapek was just, uh, you know, had his contract renewed in June. Mm-hmm. But, um, and that was shown as be a unanimous decision. But, you know, from it took him a while to renew him. And there was a lot of internal discussion. You could hear rumors of saying there was a lot of the board wasn't necessarily sold on Chapek. And they did it just because. And what I had been saying is at this point, 
Uh, I don't know of a major CEO that would want to step into Disney as it currently is. Uh, for There's a lot of reasons for this that we've talked about before, but Disney, for as big and as strong as they are, there are a lot of things, and we saw that earnings report, that have some weaknesses about them that I could see CEOs saying, nah, like I don't not like I wouldn't take it right now um, situation. So which I think Iger took it. Um, honestly, I think Iger took it because he was in, in he was worried that Chapek was going to tarnish his legacy. I think at the end of the day, that was probably the primary factor in this because uh, he had vocally been spilt. You know, he had said something about Disney was losing its soul and it was pretty publicly. I mean, it's no secret that him and Chapek were basically not buddies anymore. They had a falling out. Uh, the rumor has it is when Iger was kind of put as like a little bit like as a co-CEO for a little bit after that. I'm like just like an overseer. Of yeah, Chapek yeah. didn't care for that. And then I guess there were some things that happened and Chapek didn't reach out to Iger and ask him for his advice. Iger took that personally. So they both basically were taking things personally. So you have millionaires mad at millionaires and <laughs> they have egos and things like that. So I think that was probably a lot of this. Uh, and, and I think that's one of the reasons that, that Iger came back in was, you know, for his own quote unquote legacy because he did choose JPEG and mm -hmm. that could, you know, reflect bad on him. And, and Iger and a lot of people, you know, he's in his seventies now, they start thinking about legacy and how they're going to be remembered. And he probably just didn't like how, things were left on some mm -hmm. level. And plus he, you know, I, I will say I was, I was not a big fan of Chapek. We talk about it on the show a lot. Um, I think Iger has his faults. I, I don't, I'm not a big Iger person compared to a lot of people, but I definitely think Iger is better than Chapek. Mm -hmm. So I think in the end of the day, he's a better CEO at the helm. Um, if anything, he definitely understands optics a bit better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think Chapek was not really big on, uh, public persona or being, you know, loved and, and admired and things like that. So, and I think as a Disney CEO, I think that's something that should be, um, it, it should have some weight to it, you know, mm -hmm. given the type of CEO, I think that should be running Disney, which leads to the question, why was JPEG ever really put in charge? Because JPEG was a money guy. He's right. a, he's a basically a profit maximizer. I, I call him money ball. It's just how he operates. He looks everything from a spreadsheet. Um, which is fine if you're, you know, if you're a CFO type maybe, or if you're like a, a you know, a middle manager doing this stuff. But when you're CEO of Disney, it, it you know, as we can see the experiment, it wasn't really the best fit um, for that type of job. But, but yes, um, I guess the next question would be, what do you think? I mean, do you think Iger is going to fix the company? Do you think, um, what do you think? And I guess I will say part of Iger's thing is he's supposed to, within the next two years, he's supposed to, groom his replacement that's part of his right. deal right. so he's supposed to be looking for the next ceo and you know i guess announce it and and you know groom them coming up but so what do i think will happen like what kind of changes we made do you okay do you think there'll be any big changes what do you think oh. it means for the company things like that. um I, I think that they were hoping that reinstating uh Iger, the stock prices would shoot up which they did go up a little bit um, not not a lot. Not as much as they probably wanted. Still, it's still under a hundred, right? Yep. Last okay. I checked, it was like ninety four, ninety five. Okay. All right. So it did do a little boost there. Um, I think they are just hoping that 
it can he can serve as just a, a a stronger leader. Now, what whether that means coming in and making like a bunch of different decisions, I don't I don't really know. Like as far as the theme parks go, like in the Disney World side, I really don't see him making a lot of changes at least immediately. You know, a lot of people are saying like, okay, let's get rid of park reservations or let's change up Genie Plus or let's reinstate annual passes. I I mean, that all sounds great. I I just don't see that. I just don't see that happening for us since we're a Disney World show. Like, I don't see that happening, at least not to the extent that maybe we want. Um, I don't know. Park reservations? I don't know. I mean, like... That was the Chapek thing, I feel. Like, he was really all about that. Now, I don't know how Iger feels about a park reservation. I don't know if, like, it's it's one of those things where they could benefit from park reservations, whether Chapek's uh, uh, CEO or not. Um, but I know, like, fans are always just, you know, complaining about park res- reservations. But I was going to mention that they are holding a – Iger is holding a, like, a city hall for Disney cast members on Monday. Mm-hmm. To basically like talk about what's coming up next, like what they can expect, and like basically to hear what they feel. Um, so, I mean, I guess we'll get more information after that. I'm sure get a little bit of a direction what's going to happen. Yeah, but as far as anything else goes, I think maybe you know Disney Plus performance. I know you had mentioned earlier that it was not doing as well, well as they wanted. That's what I was going to get into. I may do some changes there. Well, first and foremost, I think if Iger came in within the next couple of weeks and got rid of the park reservation system, brought back Magical Express, and got rid of Genie Plus, he would forever be known as like the goat amongst like people <laughs> right. would love him forever. Like it would be the most like easy PR move ever. Now, I right. don't know. I agree. I'm not. I don't really think much will change. Uh, at least that you'll be able to see On the theme park side, right? I, it could, but I don't see it. I, I really don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. And, and that'll be the interesting thing of how people react to Iger if he doesn't, especially get rid of the park reservation system. Now, if he gets rid of that and does do the other things, people will probably still be happy. But if he keeps that in and and he justifies it, I don't, I just don't see him doing that. That may be the first thing he changes is because that was such a Chapek hated thing and he constantly defended it. Uh, It'll be interesting to see. I mean, he's got probably a a month or so before people start saying like, Hey, like, are are we keeping this? What's going on here? Yeah. Um, I, I think Disney's biggest issues lie, and like you said, Disney Plus. I don't know what he is able to. I don't think any of these things are going to be fixable in the short term. I mean, it lost a a billion and a half in a quarter. Mm. That's a lot, and and he did fire uh, Kareem. Uh, what's his name? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Daniel Kareem Daniel. Kareem Daniel. That's uh, right. Mm-hmm. He was so Chapek did some. Wasn't he his like right hand guy? Yeah. Chapek's? So he was a Chapek like right hand guy. He came in and did reshuffling. He put him in the head of everything in terms of like movies, shows, Disney Plus, everything, and he didn't have any experience doing it. So the, I guess it could fall to him as the issue with AKA Chapek. So Iger's already he's been fired. Um, so Chape or Iger's already said he's going to do reshuffling there. So. I would assume he's going to revert it back to how it was before. And the other thing that JPEG did during COVID especially was he restructured the company to be much more like a tech company because they were pushing Disney Plus so much. Um, that served them well during COVID. It didn't serve them so well after Netflix took its hit. Because I think one of the things that's happened is, and I've talked about this numerous times, is streaming bubble burst on them. 
and they're heavily invested in the streaming and they're finding out really quickly there's not as much money in streaming as I thought. And okay. I think they're learning the hard way. Now, I don't think that they're going to get rid of Disney Plus, but I definitely could see them maybe putting less of a focus on it. Or, I mean, Chapek made it like the cornerstone of the business. And yeah. so as that was losing money, that meant that stock price was really going down. And I, again, I don't know what he can do in the short term other than make some changes to people that are in charge of things. And then that would hopefully fix it going forward. But they've even projected not to be profitable for Disney Plus till 2024. Yeah. So that's something that I'll be interested to see what he does there. Uh, the other stuff, I don't know. I don't know what he can do in the short term. And I don't really think much um, much really changes. I, I, I would be surprised. I just really would. Because a lot of the stuff that Chapek was doing was stuff that Iger had actually initiated. So Disney Plus was an Iger thing. Um you know, a lot. I think the only thing that was completely a Chapek thing, um, and I'm pretty sure the park reservation system, and I'm trying to think of the main other moves of his, um, maybe Magical Express at that point, probably that, but there wasn't a ton. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chapek wasn't there long enough to do a ton of things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, a lot of the stuff he did in terms of raising prices, uh, the and, Star Cruiser. Well, that was an Iger thing, that was an Iger thing, that was an Iger project. Um, yeah. Oh, so again, okay. a lot of these things with Disney, when they get released, they've been developed for years. Okay. Um, so I'm sure there's stuff I'm not thinking of, but it, you know, we'll, we'll have to see what that does. So in terms of what will change, I don't know of much. Um, and I think a lot of it may just be internal restructuring. I think they're bringing Iger in to hopefully stabilize the stock price is what they're hoping for. Um, investors know Iger, they like Iger. But as we're seeing with the stock bounce, it's it's still not over $100. So I don't think mm-hmm. them putting Iger back in is the investors are showing, okay, that's fine, but we don't, we're still not buying what, you know, you still have these losses that we're seeing. We still have these issues. And let's not forget, you know, one of La- Iger's last moves was buying Fox, which he grossly overpaid for. Um, and that has put them in, a, in not the greatest of financial situations due to a lot of debt from that deal. And mm-hmm. that's where a lot of these losses really hurt them because they still have a lot of this debt going on. So, um, and they've yet to still utilize those Fox properties that they bought. Um, I think Fox Studios has come out with like three movies since they purchased it. And most of the shows are on Hulu. I mean, some are on Disney Plus, but they're not like, mm-hmm. you know, really drawing people in. So we'll have to wait and see. I mean, I, I don't know. I think the stock price probably does end up somewhere over. You give it a couple of weeks, probably ends up at $100, a little bit over. Um, which is where they want that, I think, at its lowest point. But everything else, I don't, it's just, who knows, you know? Yeah. Who really knows? I, I don't know really what all he can do. Again, as I've said for a long time, Disney is a giant ship. And even if they decided today that, you know, Iger comes and they want to completely change everything, it's going to take a long time before you see it. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a, they're huge. So, um, you know, not, not a lot of, and obviously we don't have any insight there. It's just from looking at it from what I would expect, but. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess that would lead to there is a, a big rumor I keep hearing about this whole deal was because um, Iger wants to set up the company to sell to Apple. I'm sure you've heard this rumor. I've heard this. Yeah. I can't find anything. I mean, supposedly there was a quote Disney insider that said it, but they were speculating. This is an old rumor. Personally, I don't think it would happen. First off, Disney's such a unique company. I don't think Apple would want anything to do with a theme park. I don't think they would know the first thing to do. You never know. And <laughs> I, I think they would want Disney. And again, Apple has tons of cash. That's mm-hmm. something about Apple mm-hmm. that is unique about them. Um, I think they would want Disney for a lot of their IPs. 
but I also don't think that that deal would necessarily go through. Um, there's been a lot more stricter antitrust laws being enforced lately. I have a hard time seeing that going through. Yeah. Kind of. But um, who knows? At this point, I just think it's just a rumor, though. Yeah. I'll be excited to see, like, what 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 comes, you know? Like, this is all brand new territory of like the like a, a previous ceo returning like that hasn't happened at disney before so i mean at least yeah. he knows like what he's doing he knows he's done this before but if he's coming down just to, you know, fix his messes that you know supposedly shape put everybody in um we'll see what happens well as part of you know chapex or not excuse me Iger's new job or part of coming in is him naming a successor um, do you yeah. have any, are you hoping it's, it's Josh DMRO? I don't know if he, I don't know if, I don't know. I don't know if he, if he wants it. I mean, he's very like, you know, from whatever I've heard about him is he's a very charismatic person. Like he would be a good face for the company. I just don't know if he's, if he's got the CEO you know, bug and, you know, like he's yeah. be good at that stuff. I don't know. Uh, there was in one of the stores, I think it was in the New York times. It said he was mentioned, but it said he didn't have enough seasoning. Um, mm, okay. I think if you see DMR get moved to a different division outside of parks, he, that could signal he's somebody they're looking at mm. because the argument would be, he needs to learn the other aspects of the business. Yeah. So I would say yeah. if he gets assigned somewhere else, not to like freak out. And think something's bad because he is an Iger person, right? He was brought in by Iger, so right. and you have to wonder. Um, and I've said before, a lot of the changes in the parks, I think, were from DMRO. I think undoubtedly yeah. there were there were some of his stuff. So, but you have to, you know, who knows how much of it was him, how much of it was under, um, you know, uh, JPEG was saying that he had to do these sorts of things. We don't know, so yeah, uh, that'll wait and see. But yeah, that's somebody. I mean. Outside of that, I would assume if they pulled Iger back in, they would probably, outside of perhaps him, and I think there was a, there's another um, woman, I can't think of her name, that's been mentioned before. Dana Wald- Waldron, I think. Okay. Um, yeah. They would probably look outside the company, would be my guess. But I mean, that's how they found Eisner. He came from... Uh, no, he's at ABC. Yeah, I was in, well, okay. But he came he wasn't in after, like... after uh, uh, Disney bought ABC. Gotcha. Okay. I was like, I know he wasn't so like directly in. Yeah. So yeah. technically he was part of the, the company. Got it. But yeah. So, but yeah. So we'll wait and see. It, it, either way, it's interesting. And, uh, you know, we'll see what changes are made and if anything develops, you know, in the next few. I would say if anything happens, it'll be within a month or so. I don't think. I, I would be surprised if anything big happened before the end of the year. I don't know. If I were to guess. But if it does, we will let you know. Absolutely. We'll do that. So, but, uh, but all right. well, I guess that's a good thing too. If you have thoughts about this, uh, be sure to join the Capture Magic Facebook group because that's been a that's been a topic of conversation over there, as you might imagine. So, but all right, we do have a few news bits here uh, that we mm-hmm. want to hit as well, uh, other than just I you're coming in, but nothing huge here. But <laughs> yeah, so a couple of things. Um, there is a brand new light show that will be debuting on Spaceship Earth during Festival of the Holidays. Uh, the light display will invoke some of the sights of winter, including snowflakes, northern lights, and warm candles. So it's like the same Beacons of Magic type show on Spaceship Earth, but this is going to be a new one for the festival. 
Um, so I'm excited to see that. They're also going to be doing the Living with the Land holiday overlay, but they, they're calling it, I have like a new name for it. It's called the Glimmering Greenhouses. So they're giving the overlay a, a name, which is nice. Okay. <laughs> um, as well as the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind Christmas um, music overlay, which they hadn't previously announced when that would be starting, but they did for sure say it'll be starting on uh, November 25th. So that's Friday. Um, and then some of their food, men- uh, the menus for the holiday kitchens have been released. And there is a couple of things that I'm kind of excited to try. So there's a new booth, which is the Noche Buena Cocina booth. That's at Port of Entry. And it's got a lot of like um, Latin-based dishes. Um, there's a tamale that looks good. Uh, there's some mojo pork with tostones and ketchup mayonnaise. And then a vanilla shortbread cookie with dulce de leche and coconut. Oh, no coconut for you. I'm not big on coconut. You don't like that, yeah. So some interesting dishes there. Um, they've got a new blackened catfish with Hoppin' John and comeback sauce over at the American holiday table. Everything else is the same. Have we had the, the turkey dinner thing there before? We have, right? With the stuffing and the cranberry sauce. Uh, we have. It's just been, yeah. It's been a while, we, we've but had that before, yeah. I was like, I think we've had that. Um, always a favorite for us, the cheese fondue in the bread bowl in Germany. Mm-hmm. We get that. I think we get that every year. Um, anything at Donut Box. I feel like anything at Donut Box is going to be good. Um, there's a macaron tree from Leal Boulangerie. Um, and uh, it, it looks pretty. So I think I, I have to have it. And uh, there's a beef and noodle soup in China that is that looks really good and it's new. And it's going to be good weather for it. So I will have some warm soup in December in Florida. Okay. Uh, there's a horchata cold brew in Joffrey's. It looks good. And I will not be getting the peppermint funnel cake. No, thank you. That just doesn't sound very good. I don't like peppermint. Is it funnel cake with peppermint on it? Or is so it funnel like cake? Pepper, it's... Is a peppermint ice cream on top of it, sprinkled with peppermint. Like, ugh. Mm. No, thank you. I don't want it. Yeah. It's not my for me. But um, so, yeah, lots of stuff coming to the festival. And the festival starts on Friday and ends December 30th. Okay. We will be there on Monday to check out some of the festival offerings, including meeting Santa. We're going to meet Santa over the Odyssey, check out the storytellers, try some food booths or holiday kitchens, um, probably catch the Living with the Land overlay. Yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and the, uh, the new show on Spaceship Earth. So we'll do as much as we can for that. Yes. So, but that is all of the news that we have. Uh, but we do have a poll time. Poll time. And what is your poll, Jamie? So I asked the members of the Capture the Magic Community Facebook group, as I do every week, uh, which theme park is the best one at Walt Disney World right now? And I want people to justify their answer in the comments. Now, I didn't specify if it's like decorated nicely for the holidays i didn't specify i just want to know like what you think of at this moment is the best park so the results are not surprising to me which is funny um but 56 percent said magic kingdom 21 percent said epcot 17 percent said hollywood studios and only six percent said animal kingdom um 
I I'm not yeah I'm not surprised that most people said Magic Kingdom if they're going for the like based on the holidays then yeah it feels the most Christmassy. Um, based on the fact that there's all that construction going on at Epcot, I feel like for me I would rank Hollywood Studios next, and then I would put Epcot and then Animal Kingdom. But that's just like my order right now. I think most people like Epcot though for the World Showcase. So when Absolutely. You're back there you don't see it. It's literally like two different parks smushed into one. Yeah. That's how I was always felt about it. But um, yeah, a lot of people said that the, the, the decorations or they just, it's just the, the most nostalgic for them, has the most rides, stuff like that. Um, what is, so what is your favorite? What is the best one right now for you? Um, you know, pro- probably, I do like Epcot, but the construction on Epcot is, a, you know, it does hamper it. I'd say Yeah. I get Magic Kingdom. I mean, it's not necessarily if you're there with kids, I get it. Other than that, it's like always super busy. But I, I like yes. Hollywood Studios. I think Hollywood Studios is a good like it's a good mix. It's got like mm-hmm. places to hang out and drink some drinks, have some snacks, ride some stuff. It's got shows. Like I think it's got a really good mix right now of things. Yeah. It's got a little bit more of a it's more of a little bit laid back versus a Magic Kingdom. Well, as far as newer rides go, I think it has the newest, right? It's got some like, of the, the newest. The yeah. most newest ones? The most newest. The most newest ones. Oof. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> the, the <laughs> anyway. Um, but anyway, so that's that's the poll for this week. So thank everybody for participating this week. And I will have a new poll next week. Yes, you want to be a part of the next poll time, you can join the Capture Magic Facebook community and uh, just ask, answer some questions there and you can join and that's where Jamie asks those questions. And plus, if you've got upcoming trips or just want to hang out in a you know, cool Disney Universal uh, theme park group, it's a great place to go. So just head over to Facebook and look for Capture the Magic community. So, All right, well, let's talk about our stay at Art of Animation. And uh, since we stayed that we had Club 32 meet up this past week, or not this past weekend, but two weeks ago. Sorry. Uh, we were not feeling well for about a week, so we have a lapse of about a week where it's been gone. So it <laughs> seems like it was last week for us, but it was actually two weeks ago uh, where we stayed there uh, during the stay. Um, so we had stayed here before. It's been a few years, but we stayed in the Cars family suite. Mm-hmm. And our son is a huge fan of Cars. He is. And we, and we uh, so being over there was really cool. But um, yeah, I don't know how much we want to say about the general art of animation. I mean, it's a it's a value resort. It's a value resort with moderate prices. Yes, it's not the cheapest one. Um, you know, it's got a pool. It's got the the food court. So we didn't get to check out a lot of it. Again, we were basically, Jamie and I, her mom came in to watch the kids. So we were really just out and about most of the time we were here. I did, however, get to ch- get a winner on the entire resort. It took me over an hour to do it. Yeah. But I, you weren't with me. So I did get to do a little tour around it so I can kind of speak to that. Okay. Um, so yeah, if you're not familiar with the Art of Animation, it was it opened in 2012 as kind of a, a answer to figuring out what to do with the land across from Pop Century. They have standard rooms and they have family suites. There are Little Mermaid standing, standard rooms that I believe they priced, I think they're the most expensive of the value standard rooms. Right, they're more expensive than all all stars. Yeah, more expensive than pop. So, um, so they're a little bit of an upcharge here at um, Art of Animation. But the family suites, they're gonna run you at least in the four hundred dollar range per night, uh, depending on if you can get like a discount. You might get a little bit cheaper than that, but they do they do run a little high. Um, but there's 
the, the perks of them is that they sleep six and they have two full bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Huge perks. Another perk of these family suites is that they have interior hallways, which is also a giant perk. So I, I feel like those two things together um, make it kind of almost like a kind of worth it. Yeah, what I mean, it's think? definitely nice on the value side to have that. Uh, it definitely mm-hmm. feels definitely more like a moderate in there. And in, in the cars there, that whole area with the cars is themed like fantastic. It really That's is awesome. probably the best themed Disney hotel area I've seen. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking outside of California Adventure where they have Cars Land. That's probably the second best one because our son loved it. I mean, they had all the oh, cars yeah. out there. He just wanted to stand and get pictures with them and... Yeah. Uh, it was yeah. So I mean, in, in the theming wise, I man, our building had Tomater out front of it, and it mm-hmm. looks like Tomater. And you've got the, um, the hotel sign from the movie. It, it it all looks really good. So the theming wise is great. The Cozy Cone Hotel or Motel. Sorry, that's what it was. Cozy Cone. is uh is that the 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 pool that's mm-hmm. in that section, and it's just like the other value resorts. Is they have the larger than life structures that are themed to that certain area. But these aren't um, like. But these are done better to me, to me than like pop. They're they they're not. Yeah, I don't even think these are larger to life. I think these are actually true to life as they're supposed to be. Well, like the cars are the size of cars. Like okay, that is the of- only that is the only way that they're the same. If you go in the Little Mermaid section, there's a giant crush. There's a giant Mr. Ray. Like that's right. the larger than life thing. Yeah, I'm talking I just about. mean in the car section itself is weird because most mm-hmm. of them do do that in the in the values. But like this section was one where you're like, oh, this is actually like the sign is appropriately. That's the sign size it's supposed to be. But the pool, the, the, it's supposed to be like the quiet pool or whatever. It is so cute. Like the cozy cones are like have a. I guess lounge chairs in, underneath mm-hmm. them, and oh, they're adorable. It's um, all themed great. It's great, and our son loved it. Actually, both of our kids loved it. We took lots of pictures, lots of video, because we spent a lot of time mm-hmm. just walking around. Um, so there's the car suites, and then there are the Finding Nemo suites, and that is like the middle section of the hotel. And these were a little bit more than the other suites, um, but it is the most convenient to walk to from, like, the animation hall, which is, like, the lobby and the food court area, um, to, like, the Skyliner, which is on the other side. Are you talking about the Cars one? No, I'm talking about Finding Nemo because it's right in the middle. Gotcha. So um, there's only two buildings for Finding Nemo suites, um, but but they are the most popular. Uh, It also has the big blue pool in the middle, which is the feature pool, and this is huge. Um, It is famous for being able to hear... The music under the water, mm-hmm. which is very cool. There's no slide or anything because typically the um, the value resorts do not have a slide or like a diving board or anything like that. But it is a very cool feature pool for a value resort. They you do, say you say typically none of them do. They none. <laughs> Do they, I guess they I don't, don't think I'm the, if there are I'm not aware of them. I guess that's true. I guess none of them do. Um, but uh, they have a cool spl- uh, splash pad that's like right outside they do of have it. A cool kids area. And apparently, our kids went nuts with my mom when she mm-hmm. went took them swimming. They they stayed out there forever playing with that. So that's awesome. And then there's like a little playground right in it, right behind it. So lots of playing, lots of water activities like right there in the middle. And uh, so you have that for the um, uh, for Finding Nemo plus the uh, drop off bar. There is a pool bar mm-hmm. that is the only place you can get alcohol in the entire resort. 
just right there. I think you can get some um, in the quick service. Can you get that? Quick they service? usually have. I didn't go look specifically, but they usually have okay. like canned beer and stuff you could get. Okay, like wine all right, and stuff. Okay. They don't have a bar in there. Okay, so like hard hard liquor is this is gonna be the only place. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's right there, um, right by the pool. And then you have the Lion King section, which is the only one that doesn't have its own pool. It's just kind of like a walkthrough area, you mm. know? Well, there's no pool in this uh, set in the Lion King. I don't remember a lake. So maybe it's like true. in the movie. Maybe it's true <laughs> to the theming. They're just like, listen, there's no lake here. So, well, there's no pool. I don't think there's any pools in the, in the cars movies either. Uh, I disagree. Oh, the Cars verse. Our daughter and I had this discussion. Oh, because okay. she actually asked me, "Are there people in the Cars verse?" I was like, "Great question. I don't think there are." Right. From everything we can learn from the Cars movies, it seems as if the cars operate just as humans. They have pools. They have stadiums. Okay. okay. I think there are carpools. Carpools. Get it. Got it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the Lion King section. Uh, there's no future pool or anything, but they do have the again. Larger than life structures. They have Bufasa. They have Scar. They have the hyenas. They have um, it's like a little play area with like the like the boneyard mm-hmm. thing. Um, it's not a very big area, and there's only two buildings of suites over there too. Cars is the only one that has the three, so it has the most family suites because it's in like a little quarter. Gotcha. One, two, three. Um, this is also the area where you can roast marshmallows, like for the campfire. Well, that makes sense. Okay. We actually walked by this as they were starting. We're like, let's roast some marshmallows. Might as well. So that's over there in the Lion King section. Um, and then the farthest section is going to be the Little Mermaid section, which I mentioned is the standard rooms that has like the two queen bed set up. These are not family suites. These are much smaller. They're also cheaper. Um, they're also the farthest away from the animation hall, from, from transportation, from Skyliner, so it is quite a trek, especially if you're from the furthest most building. It's mm-hmm. it's a walk. It's yeah. a walk to get, you know, to the front of the resort or, or to the buses. Um, so keep that in mind. But they do have their own pool. I think it's called Flipping Fins. I think it's what the pool is called over in the Little Mermaid section. But there's a giant Ursula, a giant Triton, a giant Little Mermaid. That section is a long ways away. I remember we stayed in the Little Mermaid rooms a few years ago, mm-hmm. and it's a long walk to the lobby. Mm-hmm. And these rooms, like, are the theming is a lot. It's like a lot. They need an update too. Last, I, think I mean, so. even when we stayed there a few years ago, they were yeah, they could have used a little bit of a sprucing up. Yeah, but so that is an option if you want to stay at this resort. Don't want to pay the sweet prices. You can still get a standard room in the Little Mermaid section. All right, well, I guess we can talk about our actual room in the car suite, okay. uh, what that looked like. So, um, like I said, this is basically a two-bedroom, sleep six. Um, I thought the theming of the room was great. It was, mm-hmm. I mean, that's one thing. I've seen pictures of the Little Nemo one as well. They're all themed really well, but this one was themed, I mean, had cars, you know, had like the, the cones for some of the side tables. Uh, as the lamps too yeah the lamps look like a race car like the the table that pulls out into a bed so i thought the little touches in there were really um very cute and if you like cars like our son loved all of it so he was just well the flooring looks like the bottom of like the garage Mm -hmm. which is fun yeah or the dressers look like a tool tool chest like you'd find in a garage yes yeah um yeah little little you know, touches like that made it really cool. Oh, the the, uh, the coffee table was like a map of Route 66. Yep, I remember that, yep. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so there is a pull-down full bed in the front room that has, that's like where you would have your table and stuff. And that's where my mom slept. And it, was, yep. it worked out just fine. And then our um, daughter and son were in the, I guess, the living room with the pool down. Um, and it was it was plenty of room. And then we had the bedroom. And it, was a, it was a queen bed. Which is really small for us. but It is small. <laughs> so we were used to a king, but that's okay. We have a king. So anytime we sleep in a queen, it's uh, it feels like we're being smashed into sardine cans. I mean, it's only a few inches skinnier, that, but those it inches, feels so much smaller. It makes a difference. Um, so enough space for luggage, enough space to spread out. It did come with a microwave and a bigger mm-hmm. than, bigger than usual like fridge. Yeah. A good size fridge. Sink. Well, I would hope so in a family um, suite. Yeah. I think they're assuming yeah. you have some more people in there. It's basically a kitchenette set up that you would find in a DVC studio. Yes. It's basically the same thing. Yeah. Um, but I did bring my toaster. Don't forget. I did bring my toaster. You got, did. Got to bring that toaster for those bagels and stuff for our children. Anyway, um, so yeah, it's it's a great room. Um, you know, I, I think I, it's perfect for families. Like I could see a family totally being comfortable staying for like a week-ish and, and yeah. having enough room and, and not going crazy. Yeah, you know? it's, it's big enough. Yeah, it's, it's got enough room there where you don't feel like you're just on top of each other in there. So Yeah, yeah the two bathrooms, I'm telling you, it helps a lot. Yeah, and they were both like pretty good sized, so I didn't think it was too mm-hmm. bad on the bathrooms. The only thing that was kind of annoying that I have this is annoying for like Polynesian to this too. When you walk in the bathroom and the and the fan kicks on, I'm not a fan of I that. Don't like that. It's a sensor they put on the uh, you can you can block it. It you have to go to quite the links to do it. I've done it before because <laughs> we back in the day at Polynesian we we had put our son. Yep. In the so they have two. It's like one's like a. Uh, just has a shower room. The other one has a shower and a bathroom. And so we put him in the room. It's just a shower room there. But the fan the kept kicking. Yeah. So the fan kept kicking on. And it kept kicking on because it, it, it motion detects, I suppose. So I was able to like put a, I don't remember what I did. I rigged a. I think you put a towel. I put a towel up there and did something. Anyway, I was able to block it, but it took me mm-hmm. like, I was reverse engineering it for about 20 minutes to figure that out. But it's not the easiest thing to do. But yeah, those are annoying when they do that. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I guess that, like one of my favorite things at this resort is obviously the theming, but um, the the Skyliner access. Yeah, that's become quite the thing. I mean, Pop Century or over here at Art of Animation, it's it's nice to have, especially if you're spending time at Epcot and Hollywood Studios, which we mm-hmm. were for yep. the two days there. So it's definitely nice because you can just walk on over there and just hop on. And that's why I booked the suites. It was perfect because my mom was coming. I knew we needed more room than just a standard room at like Pop Century, which is what we probably would have done. Um, but she was coming and it, it just, it just worked out. Everyone had their own space. It was great. Um, we did not get to try any of the food in the food court. Um, we were busy with the meetup stuff, so we didn't have a chance to do any of that. Um, but it's all pretty standard. I mean, it hasn't mm-hmm. changed over the years. It's, it's okay at best. It's nothing, you know, they do have some unique offerings here and there, different ones, but it, it's all, I mean, it, it's all fine. It's just, there's just nothing that's going to be amazing that I've ever had. Yeah. And the, the, I mean, the lobbies set up just like the other ones, other values. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I really, there's nothing more to say. I guess they did the arcade. They did the arcade for yeah, a little bit. Yeah, the arcade. I mean, that's, that's not all of them though. I mean, the yeah. arcades are bigger at the values like that, but the, the kids did go in there and, and play a little bit there. But um, I'd say for like, if you have a bigger family, if you have a family of like five or six, you're coming for a week, you, you 
want a little bit more space than what a standard room has to offer, I would definitely recommend the suites. Like, definitely. Now, you can set it up to where you can pick the option. Like, when you book it, you can pick, they assign you whichever room you want when you check in. Or you can select your own what, like theming like you can you can choose which themed room you want um so it's a little bit cheaper if you just have the one that's assigned at checkout or check-in but um but you can that is an option yeah FYI. no i think the, i think the rooms are great for families i think it's a good option i think it's uh location wise it's great um yeah. you know i definitely i think as a resort goes i do like art, art of animation i still like pop a bit more uh, I do not enjoy anything to do with the All-Stars. So to me, it's like <laughs> Art of Animation or Pop Century. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some of the All-Stars have family suites. We haven't stayed in those before. All-Star Music has family suites. Yeah, so yeah. that is an option over That's there. An option. But we haven't stayed in those. But yeah. um, that, may be an, you know, that may be an option there that people may want to look at. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think these are really great, especially if your kids love Cars, uh, you know, Lion King or, or Little Mermaid. Or, or, Nemo. Excuse, or Nemo, excuse me. All four of those. I knew it was water. Anyways, all water. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I mean, I don't know if you want to. I mean, would you? Would you want to put it on a scale? What you would give it? I mean, as far are we talking about the rest of the values? Like together? yeah, just in the value range of what I, mean, I guess technically value to. I guess you could say like family suite moderate or something like that because it's not really um, the price range isn't a value, but it's still at a value resort. I mean, it's, it's unique with the family suites just being that. That there's not a lot that are offered that aren't like DVC yeah. that are like that. I guess a better question maybe would be, would you say a family suite here versus a moderate resort for a family for a week? Because I personally would say a family suite if you can get it because you get the extra room. And right. given you have Skylar access, I, I personally, I would rather stay here. It's going to be about the same price too, right? It's going to be about the same price. <laughs> I personally would rather stay here versus like say a Coronado. Because you only have bus transportation out of Coronado. Um, oh, I see what you're saying. You know what okay. I mean? So to me, I would rather do Art of Animation Family Suite versus staying at a moderate. Well, it depends on who's going and it does. what your what your. I, that's what I'm saying. Are. I'm saying for a family going. Like if you're going to be if for a week. Get, oh, yeah. Like I said, if you have, if you're going with like little kids and, and theming like this, like animation stuff is, is big for them. This is where you'd want to go for sure. I mean, you can, you can travel to the other resorts or the parks or to like dining and stuff. Like if you really wanted to. Yeah. And it's not like you have no food options. I mean, the food court is, it's like you said, it's very basic, but it is, you have, you have access to that. But having the Skyliner right there is just so nice. Well, and just having the extra bedroom too. And the extra bedroom. I mean, bedroom. that's just, you're I not going to find that often at Disney unless you're paying double of what you would pay for this. Right. Now, if you ask me if would I choose Art of Animation over Caribbean Beach? Yes. Uh, yeah, I would agree. Because again, Caribbean Beach is still like it's pricey for a moderate, just standard room versus a value uh, family suite. I mean, like I feel like they're going to be kind of similar in price. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and Caribbean Beach is I've I've been vocal about this is not my favorite resort. I agree. Yeah, it's never so been I, one of our favorite ones. So I definitely choose it over that. Um, as far as my favorite value, though, it is. Art of Animation is not my favorite value. My favorite value belongs to Pop. Yeah. And Pop is because it still has all of the transportation access that Art of, Anim- Art of Animation has. It doesn't. It may not have interior hallways, but its price is just... It, you just can't beat the price for what you're going to get at Pop Century. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it, no, is a little, it is a little bit more than like the all-stars, but that, again, that Skyliner access, you can use all the amenities. I mean, like you can just walk over to Art of Animation and eat over at the food court and see all the stuff. You can't use the pool, but like you can do all the other stuff. So I don't yeah. know. That's why I say. No, I agree. It's it's funny thing. I would say I agree. I like pop better as a value resort, but I would, if I had a family that we were looking at a suite, perhaps I would say go Art of Animation family suite for sure. Yeah. I enjoyed it. So, yeah. So we recommend it. I think it's good. Uh, so. Yeah, I, I have no complaints. Like yeah. zero complaints. Okay. Anything else you want to add about the I don't think so. Hotel? All right. All right. Well, that will uh, that'll do it for the show. So, uh, you know, it's it's Wednesday night here. Uh, we have to record this and we have Thanksgiving tomorrow. So everybody has a great Thanksgiving. So I hope you guys listen to this to, on your Thanksgiving uh, I, tryptophan when it's when it's kicking in. This better be playing. You put this on your. During dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and I would hope, at the very least, that way we can be part of your dinner. That's what that I. That would be that's, wonderful. That's what I'm saying. I'm not. Listen, I don't make a lot of demands. It's just I demand to be part of your family's Thanksgiving dinner. That's it. He demands it. It's, it's demanded. Um, you can even put like you know you can put like a little sweater over like an iPad and then have it playing there and it's like <laughs> sitting right there. There you go. Not weird all right. at all. Um. By the way, so next week we are going to have our you know another universal episode but it'll be out on tuesday instead of monday since we will still be in orlando on monday so just want to put that out there for future reference so we'll do a tuesday and a thursday episode next week yes so again hope everyone has a great thanksgiving yes and uh all that yeah so i guess be, uh, be sure to check us out on youtube uh if you want to see video versions of the podcast and vlogs we just mm-hmm. put up a new vlog uh, it's one where Jamie and Little Princess went to Ohana Character Breakfast, showed you what that was like, and uh, you know, give you firsthand review of that. We'll have and we'll have vlogs about once a week at this point. So we got a next one coming up is Jamie's Christmas party one. We do have a vlog we'll do of the uh, Art of Animation Hotel as well. Mm-hmm. So got a lot of vlogs in the pipeline we're working on. So you can get weekly ones from us there over at YouTube, and it's uh, they have handles now over there, so it's at Cap the Magic. Uh, if you go to YouTube, so you can check it out there. Uh, also, be sure to check us out on social media, uh, Instagram being the main one. Uh, we do have some TikTok and lightly Twitter, but it, everything's <laughs> everything's at Cap the Magic, except for TikTok, which is at Capture the Magic. And then, of course, we have the Facebook group if you'd like to join there. And uh, since you know it's Black Friday, if you we do have some Black Friday sales going on. I have twenty percent off the entire shop of uh, CTM Apparel and Nineteen One Candle Company products. So. Uh, that'll be going on until Monday. So if you head on over there, just use the promo code Black Friday and you save 20% off of everything in the shop, I believe, outside of maybe hats. Uh, I don't think the hats can be marked down, but I think everything else is 20% off. So okay. go over there, get some good deals, and get some Christmas presents or just if you had your eye on some stuff and you're like, now's your chance to do it because outside of Club 32, it doesn't get this cheap. So Club 32, right. it's Black Friday year-round. So. Uh, All right. Well, I think that will do it for the show. So thank you, everybody, for listening and or watching. And thank you, Jamie, for joining us. Thank you. And happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Gobble, gobble. Gobble.